This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. No, I don't. I really think that it's a vote that gets down to a bottom line question. Do we want to default on America's national debt for the first time in our history? Do we want to put into question the stability and future of our U.S. currency, the dollar? Do we want to endanger families and businesses who can see interest rates really start hurting and their savings start diminishing? All the answer to all of those is an obvious no. And if that's the case, you have to vote a bottom line, as far as I'm concerned, to pass this measure. Do I like all of it? No. That's the nature of Congress and the nature of a compromise. A lot of senators on both sides of the aisle very upset about the process, upset, too, about what is in the bill, what may not be in the bill in some cases. Senator Kane, your colleague from Virginia, is very upset about the inclusion of a pipeline that is a pet project of Democratic Senator Joe Manchin's, a pipeline that would go from West Virginia Manchin State into Kane State, Virginia. Why do you think the White House blindsided Kane with that? I don't know the answer to that. And I can tell you, Tim Kane is one of our best. And Joe Manchin is a friend. And they feel very strongly about this issue, and they're on opposite sides. It's a tough moment for the Senate Democratic Caucus as to how this is going to work out. I don't know how it got in the bill, but at this point, I think passage of the bill and avoiding default is the major uh, challenge that we face. Do you think the White House handled that poorly, considering that it normally has such a positive relationship with Senator Kane? The White House has a positive relation with Tim Kaine for sure, and also with Joe Manchin on the Inflation Reduction Act, which did so much to move us forward. So uh, I I don't know the details on who was notified and who should have been notified. We're going to face a tough vote uh, with two of our friends that we value in the caucus on opposite sides. So do you think that the White House should have more seriously considered the 14th Amendment as an authority for raising the debt ceiling. This is something that your Democratic Senator, uh, Dem- Democratic colleague Senator Blumenthal urged earlier today. Here's the problem that I saw. If this went into the courts, there is no guarantee that there would be a timely decision, enough time for us to avoid defaulting on our debt. I happen to think there's a good argument about Section 4 of uh, Article 14, and we should make that argument. Perhaps now uh, we can find a way to bring it before the court. But ultimately, that decision is going to be made by a Supreme Court, which is not predictable on a subject like this. So to have the fate of the American economy hanging in the balance of a long court process or an uncertain Supreme Court decision and then dump back in our laps is something I didn't want to see happen. It was bad timing. But how worried are you that this is just going to become the norm whenever this needs to be raised? Well, that's why the the starting point in this negotiation, which Speaker McCarthy insisted on, was that we would postpone facing this again at least until the end of next year. And that, to me, is a promise uh, that uh, really conv- convinced a lot of us that we can move forward and not have this hanging over our heads. 
All right, Senator Durbin, thank you. Our national debt now stands at about $32 trillion. How did we get here? Whose fault is it? Republicans? Democrats? Well, the answer is yes. Both parties are at fault for different reasons. Republicans come to this floor and will come to this floor today saying, we need unlimited military spending. And Democrats will come to this floor and say, we need unlimited welfare spending. And guess what happens? They compromise. People say Washington doesn't compromise. They compromise all of the time. That's what this debt deal, debt deal that's before us is, is compromise. But the compromise is always to spend more money. How do we know that? The debt deal that's been crafted by Biden and McCarthy is an unlimited increase in the debt ceiling. See, historically, when we raise the debt ceiling, it would be $100 billion or $200 billion or, God forbid, a trillion dollars. It was a dollar amount. This debt ceiling will go up till January 2025. How many dollars will be borrowed? As many as they can possibly shovel out the door. It will be how much money can you shovel out the door until January 2025? That's how much we will spend. Is there a dollar amount? No. How much can you shovel it out and how fast can you shovel it out? There will be no restraint from this debt deal. There is a pretense. There is a playing around the edges as if, oh, there might be a cut here or there might be a cut there. There are no cuts. Why? Two-thirds of your spending is entitlement spending. The on-budget entitlement spending is Medicare, Medicaid, food stamps, and other programs. They are called mandatory and no one ever looks at them. They go on in perpetuity. This is what drives the deficit. Who took them off the table? How come there's no discussion of this? Actually, Republicans took them off the table because they fear being criticized by the Democrats. It's being used in the presidential campaign. Let's not talk about the entitlements, but that's two-thirds of what gets spent every year. So if you don't talk about the entitlements, if you don't talk about mandatory spending, you're frankly not a serious... Okay, uh, it's Thursday, 1 June, the year of our Lord 2023. I'm trying to see how good the War Room Posse is. You guys are pretty fired up this morning. Did you catch the buried lead? Come on, come on. I know it just kind of went by, but we'll play again. Dick Durbin. Dropped a bombshell right there. Said McCarthy insisted upon pushing the debt ceiling into for two years. McCarthy insisted. If we, and we're going to try to confirm that. McCarthy insisted. If Hang on, hang on. I'm going to play that. We're going to go live to the Senate floor in a second. Senate floor, and this has already turned into a Donnybrook. Uh, the Hawks want $890 billion. Not good enough for them. And remember, it's over trillion because you got all these other departments that are doing DOD stuff that it's not on the books, or it's not the accounting just doesn't go back. So they want a bigger defense budget, um, and they're Democrats in that too because it's it's a it's a it's a pool of uh, you know it's slush fund. You've got uh, they're arguing about everything. There, I think you got Rand Paul and some others, Mike Lee and some others, going to say, "Hey, we got to cap this thing. Got to put a time to it." We're going to run to ground this McCarthy insisted upon it. If McCarthy insisted upon it, there should be a motion to vacate tonight. I'm not a motion to vacate guy right now. I think you got to do it when you can hit him the hardest and bleed him out. He's got to go. He cannot continue to. It's whether we get him now or get him in a couple of weeks or maybe drop it one August like we got Boehner back in the, uh, in the old days. Uh, he, he's gone. He's injured. And here's what they're fearing. I'm hearing this from a lot. They fear 
Inside the Beltway, they're all happy and clapping each other in the back, and their lobby is taking them out to big time dinners, and they're all smiling. They got this one done, and the you know the war room and these other jamokes uh, couldn't stop it. But they fear going back home. They fear going to the hinterland. They fear hearing from you. And remember, as Rand Paul just nails it right there, it's unlimited, and they're going to print as much as they can. Trillions and tri- we know it's fifteen trillion dollars in spending. Four trillion dollars, we know, at a minimum on the balance sheet. It's outrageous. I want you to be angry. You were angry this morning. We're going to get you angry this afternoon. The Senate's got every opportunity to put a cap on this. If these people believe the tissue of lies or the savings, if you believe in the savings, you did all this, just cap it. Give us a number. Give them $2 trillion the first year. Let's do it. Give them a cap. Come back next year and same time we'll review it. Open. Everybody's open. War Room, Posse, very open-minded, Creditors Committee. So we ain't dead by a long shot. 202-224-3121. Turn your fire today onto the United States Senate with the greatest deliberative body in the world and the the toughest club to get into. I don't know. You see some of those guys. I think it's a club for the unclubbable, as we used to say. Dr. Peter Navarro. Dr. Navarro, once again, the master of finding buried leads found the political – Peter, we're going to talk about your piece, but i got to have you comment because I put it up as soon as you sent it to me. Yeah. I was so busy this morning I didn't get to it. <laughs> the Politico article, and I said take this article for the Bourne Posse, print this article out. Yeah. Go If you if one, of, one of the 149 is in your district, make sure you go to the office or you go to a town hall with them and rub their nose in this Politico piece because it talks about the White House – Laughing in your face. They got everything they wanted. Dr. Peter Navarro. Steve, I, I don't want your head to get big right now, but what that article in Politico teaches us yet again is that the Democrats have far better strategists than the Republicans. And the essence of that political article was that Biden and the Democrats. They didn't even think McCarthy was going to come in. But once he did, they kept their powder dry. They didn't say anything. They just let him surrender. And they haven't basically boasted until now with the leak to Politico, right? And when I say don't let your head get big, they need Steve Bannon. They, all, all the Republicans would have had to do was listen to the war room's advice. I mean, Bannon, Bannon knows how to win a war. But, and and those guys are like, you, like they're nowhere now. Here's the thing. It's like the but original it, sin of this, hang Steve. On, hang on. Hold, yeah. hold, hang, hang on. Hang on. Hang take on. Take the compliment, dude. But you, yeah, you, go ahead. You ha- no, 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 no. I would take compliment. But you, McCarthy and them are not looking to win. They are the party of the donors. It's not MAGA. No, it's I not get really that. the Trump movement. I they represent. But, but, so they want to surrender. They, they want yeah, yeah. to surrender. They're not looking but, to but win. But here's. So go ahead, here's the on. here's the follow through. Yeah, I remember some of the best days I ever had were were at the rallies when when Trump did the snake poem. And the original sin of this <laughs> whole defeat here was back when the war room was covering the speakership debate itself, and we lost yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Jim Jordan. Now hear me out here. And and Marjorie Taylor Greene is like the woman in Trump's snake poem. It's like this this good Samaritan woman finds a, a sick snake, nurses it back to health. The snake bites it, and the woman's last dying breath is, you know, why? And it's because I'm a snake. Okay, Marjorie, Kevin's a snake. 
Okay, you didn't learn that lesson, Jim. You didn't learn that lesson, and here we are. And Steve, this is this is this is catastrophic economically because we didn't hit the two marks we had to reduce spending, reestablish strategic energy dominance. But it's 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 really hurt. It hurts us politically because he kicked that can down the road, and now this bombshell. It is a bombshell that it was McCarthy that was pushing it. In the article I, I, I've got up on the Substack, I basically said that, that it was stupid for McCarthy to do it, but selfish. Steve, he didn't want that debate to come up again in 2024 because it threatens his leadership. So he put himself above the Republican Party, above the people of Main Street, above MAGA, above the posse, above this country for his own personal climb up the ladder. That dude is a snake. And, I, you know, I, I hope okay. that there's some courage yeah. among conservatives now, among the 70, to at least make a run at that guy because he's got no business being Speaker of a House that's controlled yeah. by the Republican Party, at least the Republican yeah. Party that we'd love it to be. Hang on real quickly because we're going to have sub next. I, and, and I, but I want you to stay, I need you to stay for a minute. Yeah. By the way, folks, we got so many other stories. We're going to try to get in here today. We're going to go live. This night. There's a lot going on, so strap in. Um, 202-224-3121. Work the Senate today. Senate is your work. Work the Senate. Get some reps in. Um, did this – I got a minute here. I want you to take it. Did Is is the biggest crime of this bill It institutionalized – Stagflation. We, if yes. this thing goes yes. through as is, do we have a decade of of? Uh, do we have the lost decade of Japan in front of us, sir? We do. The three spending bills Biden and the Democrats passed, mega trillions, are pushing demand pull, inflation, bar. Strategic energy dominance means that Russia and the Saudis are new setting oil are now setting oil prices rather than America at thirty to fifty percent higher than they would be. It's a pure wealth transfer out there, plus a shock to the system. Those two marks were what we had to hit, Kevin, and you blew it on both ends. And politically, you blew it because you kicked the can down the road and won't allow us to let this debt deal be part. He took no one to the Oval to negotiate. He should have taken Russ' vote. He yeah. didn't. He's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Navarro, can you hang out just for one second? I want to yeah, yeah, finish sure. up here. By the way, Peter, Peter's been looking to get the snake poem in from time immemorial. He finally got it today on 1 June, the year of our Lord, 2023. Take your number two pencil out. Write that down in your log book. Log it. Navarra got it, worked it, and got it. Short break. Gorka Navarra next. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings. Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. 
text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Host Stephen K. Bannon. is just going to become the norm whenever this needs to be raised. Well, that's why the, the starting point in this negotiation, which Speaker McCarthy insisted on, was that we would postpone facing this again at least until the end of next year. And that, to me, is a promise uh, that uh, really con- convinced a lot of us that we can move forward and not have this hanging over our heads. All right, Senator Durbin, thank you. Okay, okay. Right there. And I have not been a... Um, a um, motion to vacate guy because I think you need a plan, you need a strategy. We're going to get him. But right there, he ought to resign. He ought to resign. Uh, if Grace and Mo will figure out the team, we can get that clip. I want to put that clip up everywhere. I particularly want the War Room Posse to be a uh, force multiplier. They push that out with a just resign now. Insisted. This Dick Durbin, the, the apparatus knows what's going on. That Speaker McCarthy insisted, insisted that you give a clean debt ceiling for two years with no cap. He insisted he should resign. He should absolutely, if that is true, of course it's Dick Durbin. If that is true, first of all, McCarthy will come out and deny it immediately. Let's see him deny it. Let's see him deny it. As Peter Navarro, we're going to show you projections. You've got the lost decade of Japan in front of you. If you're under 40, sorry, this is the biggest, biggest vote of the 118th Congress. I did Lou Dobbs uh, podcast today. The great Lou Dobbs has been doing this, I think, for four decades, and he does political economy better than anybody. said he thinks it's one of the top most important votes he's ever seen because of how it sets the economy and particularly where our balance sheet is. Dr. Navarro, Navarro uh, we'll have you back on tomorrow. I know you're on watching this thing. Everybody's to the mattresses. Maybe Rand Paul, and Rand Paul went off in that opening segment we had, went off about this no cap, two years and no cap. He's now, so we, they know what the problem is. Peter, how do people get to you? How do they get to the Substack? How do they get to your social media? See, PeterNavarro.substack.com, PeterNavarro.substack.com. What I'm trying to do about three times a week is do these short jab, quick analyses. Uh, today, uh, I looked at the, this debacle of McCarthy uh, and explained how he's institutionalized stagflation and basically made it harder, not easier, to win back the White House and Congress in 2024. And uh, I'm blessed because uh, one day a week, uh, the Washington Times is uh, is putting up uh, one of the columns. Um, so PeterVarro.substack.com. Yeah. It's the Mike Tyson short jab version of four hours in yeah. the war room. Uh, and I get a lot of inspiration. Yeah. In fact, a lot of times I, I get ideas and then go write the Substack after you and I talk, Steve, because that seems to be a, a, a production thing. But the this, business school posse, this the, is so the, important. Remember this, this, this issue is so important. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. 
The business school is always giving the, the Department of Economics grundoons over their ideas when we retain them. Um, <laughs> Peter. Peter. But I want to say something yeah. profound And here, then you and steal them from me. It. That's cool. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. Those yeah. are homages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are homages. Yeah, homage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Before Unf- you leave, unfootnoted homages. Say, yeah, thank you. And I want to unfootnote. The, I, but you know in your own heart. I want to uh, yeah. make sure Dr. Yeah. Gork is here. Okay, because this audience of activists, you're smarter, and we make sure that we get your information, make you even smarter. Understand what's going on here. Inside the apparatus, they, do, they want you to stop talking about this, and they put out two shiny toys. And I know for a fact, because I talked to people that were working this, two shiny toys to divert your attention because they think you're idiots. And these are, it's not that these are not important. They're very important. But they're trying to divert your attention and now to throw you uh, 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 a little you know, cube of sugar. Number one is the J6 tapes, number one. The other is Chris Ray. They want to pivot everything to the Chris Ray subpoena, okay? Uh, Navarro and I, guys, know a lot about subpoenas from Congress, okay? The Chris Ray subpoena, and overall, that can be important. It is not important today. Just like I said, some other stuff, policy stuff, even President Trump is about, they're not important today. You know, today's business is going to set, what's going to happen here in the 72 hours is going to set the framework for the nation's economy for decades to come. That's where we're on the ramparts, and they hate it. They want your attention diverted, and they're going to put more shiny toys out there to divert your attention because they think like the old Fox thing. Just throw another shiny toy out there, and they'll run to the shiny toy. No, screw you. Shiny toy up your keister, okay? We're not doing it. We don't care about the J6 tapes today. We don't care about Chris Ray and the subpoena today. There's plenty of time to get to that. Here's what we care about. We care about... McCarthy, that a senator from the senior senator from Illinois said, you insisted, as I said today, the key thing was to find out, did Biden bring that up or did McCarthy bring it up? And Durbin's given us the weapon. If it is true and Kevin McCarthy should come forward and deny it, just like he denied on the floor yesterday, they cut a deal with Hakeem Jeffries. That's a lie. We now know for a fact, and I checked with many members, that he agreed, he allowed uh, Keem Jeffries, okay, to be able to spend, to be able to spend money in the districts that were only going to be in Republican districts and now going to be in Democrat districts. That's how he got to the rule, the rule to the floor. So we know he cut a deal, and the Democrats know that. And certain money, it's not a ton of money, but it's to buy, you know, to build a new library to do this. It's always been that point of entry of overspending that we cut years ago. He gave that to Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries, tough guy from New York. He got some concessions. You want to get this to the floor? It's a Democrat bill. Dick Durbin gave us the weapon we need. Thank you, Senator Durbin. He said McCarthy insisted upon the two years. So Kevin McCarthy and our office, we're going to check with his commentary. Kevin McCarthy should step in front of the sticks right now and deny this. Say, that's a lie. I didn't do that. In negotiations, I was forced to concede that which is also ridiculous, gives up your leverage, but he insisted upon it. The Republicans, your party, the ones you knock on doors, the ones you give money, the ones you, they sold you out. I want that burned into your soul. All of this performative, and we got the cuts, and this is so historic, and cut Fox on, you got one moron after the other. Oh, this is historic, and... We took $400 million out of CDC. Do they think you're idiots? You're talking about $15 trillion. I'm at $4 trillion on the nation's credit card 
on the debt ceiling. It doesn't cut anything. They throw a couple of shiny toys out there, but they took $400 out of CDC. They think you're morons. And now we've got McCarthy insisted upon it. He insisted upon it. Make sure you ask your representative, did he, is McCarthy denied it? Did he actually bring it up? Was he the guy that said it had to go through the election of 2024, the two years, which Dick Durbin just outed him? Dr. Navarro, thank you very much. Thank you for sticking around here. We're not chasing Chris Ray today, and we're not going to chase J6. They're going to happen in the time they happen. Ecclesiastes, there's a season for everything and a time for everything. This is not the time for that. This is the time for saving the country financially and economically, and we're not going to let bad, stupid, evil people like McCarthy and that group of hacks around him sell this nation out on your money. If you give a penny to the RNC, if you give a penny to any of these guys, you're a fool right now. Hold your money and use your leverage until we break them. Dick Durbin, he insisted, the speaker insisted. Peter Navarro, thank you very much. Dr. Seb Gorka, in the Senate, the big fight's going to be about the defense, but $890 billion is not enough for him, Seb. Uh, talk to me about this. What's going to happen in the Senate? You know this better than I do, sir. And plus, oh, no, there's not enough Ukraine money. I forgot yeah. that part. I Incredible. Incredible. What do you, what, um, what do you got, Seb? Two things first before we get to that. So everybody needs to start doing what you do. When you talk about what day it is, it is the year of our Lord. So let's tag that to everything. And secondly, you probably forgot this because you're a busy guy. Just a little reminder about Dick Durbin. Senator Durbin, when I was working for you in the White House, uh, wrote to DHS to investigate me to have me actually deported from this country uh, because I was working for the President of the United States. That's who Dick Durbin is. Um, when when it comes to this deal, I mean, seriously, yeah, that's who Dick Durbin is. They're so tolerant no, of foreigners. Because I can hold, I can hold, I can hold you break. Think about this for a second. Think about this for a second. This is the pressure Trump's under. He's got a guy that that has been a, a down in Quantico, trained the FBI, and one of the top counter jihad guys in the world. A U.S. citizen, a great wife. They've been, you know, the wife. There's been great citizens, great patriots. And Trump gets them in, and they know, you know, the, we're supposed to have 4,000 people. We got 1,000, right? They're supposed to be 4,000, right. you know, because there's no MAGA guys, right? We get Seb in. He's my deputy. He's running thing. And Seb's, <laughs> Seb's there a couple of weeks. And they're not just trying to get him fired. Deport him. <laughs> they're trying to right. get him deported. That's I still the have the letter. of the Democratic <laughs> I still have the letter. They wrote to John Kelly at DHS to investigate me to get me deported because I guess I'm the only legal immigrant they don't like. The illegals are fine. Um, Look, on on this issue, I thought thought you'd enjoy that. Uh, look, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, they want more money for Ukraine. Of course they do. And, and they, they, you know, they're going to have some kind of stalling mechanism if they don't get more money for defense. It doesn't matter how much money we have for defense, Steve. If it's woke, if the U.S., if they want to spend it on drag queens in the Navy, if they want to spend it for more white rage CRT seminars at West Point, I just found out from the former Secretary of Veterans Affairs at West Point, they don't, you can't major in military history now. West Point was known for two things, Steve, you know this, military history and engineering. That was West Point. Yeah. Now you can't even major in 
one of those things at the Premier Military Academy. Unbelievable. Hold on, Seb, hang on for a second. I'm going to hold you through the break. Got a lot more to go into, including your commander-in-chief was at the Air Force Academy today. Struck terror in the heart of our enemies. The mullahs in Tehran, uh, the KGB in Moscow, the CCP in Beijing. Struck fear in it. We're going to show it all to you next, only in the war room. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Dot org. Host Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Um, Congressman Eli Crane has joined us. Uh, Congressman Crane, we've played at the at the open a couple times. Dick Durbin saying that uh, Speaker McCarthy insisted upon the movement of the debt uh, to ceiling to pass the election of twenty twenty four, basically two years into twenty twenty five. Uh, can you do you have any information for us on that, sir? Hello, Steve. Can you hear me? I hear you perfectly, Eli. Yeah. So uh, we were in conference the other day, and Kevin admitted that he was the one that made that call. And he said he made that call because he thought we might be in a weaker position as a party uh, next year. And so it really, it really pissed a lot of us off because we wanted to take another bite at the apple next year. And uh, that, was, that was his decision. Did he explain why he gave up that leverage? Did he explain to you guys why he thought we'd be in a weaker position? You know, I can't. I, I, I'd be lying to you if I told you I remember exactly what he said. I just remember him saying that he thought we'd be in a weaker position, and so he wanted to push. He wanted to push it out further. Uh, we're hearing that there's a lot of blowback. How's your How's your district been? How are folks? Because uh, you were one of the heroes, obviously stood in the breach. But what are you hearing generally? We're hearing that there's a lot of blowback from from the 149s districts of people outraged of how this went down, particularly with no cap and and two years out. Or can you can you give us any update of what you're hearing? Yeah, the, the folks from my district, Steve, are sending in out of boys and encouragement and thank you for holding the line. 
Um, the one, the one thing that uh, I think they wanted to see more of, you know, and I know you, I was listening to your podcast today. You said now is not the the uh, time to uh, put in the motion to vacate, but that's the only disappointment that I hear from my district. They want us to go hard and make sure that there's some accountability. <laughs> but that being said, <laughs> God bless them. No, it's, it's true, God and I don't, I don't, I don't blame it. I don't blame them one bit, Steve. They're tired of this crap. They want some accountability and they want heads to roll because they know what this means for, you know, their livelihood and for their kids. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that people, the 149 Republicans, Steve, that sold this country out last night, I'm glad that they're getting blowback and they can try and spin this every single which way that they want to. But I, I gotta be honest, Steve, it was, it was embarrassing. It was a disgrace, and it was hard to be in that room watching my colleagues, and many of them that I care about, sell this country um, down, down, the, down the drain last night. Eli, as a uh, combat veteran, particularly coming through Memorial Day, um, walk me through. How, how did that impact you coming back here, given what you, your colleagues, your buddies gave to this country, and, of course, the ultimate sacrifice of the honored dead uh, that we honored this past weekend, that this vote would actually take back place on the traditional Memorial Day of 31 May. What, 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 how do you size that up when you see people that know better and knowingly sell their country out? How's that set with you? It, it, it really pissed me off, Steve. I we had a meeting at the with the House Freedom Caucus this week. I got pretty pissed off and pretty heated when. Uh, Members of the House Freedom Caucus said that they wouldn't vote against the rule because it was seen as legislative terrorism. I believe that's what they said. And I got a, ch- I got in the queue. I got a chance to speak, and I said, I don't give a, I don't give a damn what legislations think about us voting against the rule. I said we're losing this country. We are losing this country, and you guys are talking about parliamentary procedure that most Americans don't even know about. It's a disgrace. We're losing this country, and you guys are talking. You guys are more concerned about clearly your political careers than you are about this country. And, and I ended up having to, you know, kind of apologize to the group, make sure no, everybody knew I wasn't trying to single anybody out. But at the same time, it pisses me off, Steve, because so many men and women, great men and women, have fought and died for this country. And we are the ones that are selling it out. I mean, sure, we've got plenty of enemies overseas, that want to do us harm, but we're destroying ourselves. We've got nobody to blame for ourselves, and you saw that in full effect last night. Congressman, how can how can he? And, and by the way, tell the, your folks back in the district because Arizona is is one of the backbones of this country, and we love your district, love the folks out there. And, and my thing, a motion vacate. I'm now all for it because knowing that he he was the guy that initiated this, he's got to go. How, but how can he even figure he can govern? when he needed Hakeem Jeffries to bail him out on the floor, even to get it to the floor, showed you what a Democratic bill is. And then later he needed, what, 70, 70 there were 71 no's, and I think Banks and Boebert were late but registered no votes. So he needed more Democrats to vote for this than Republicans. How can he possibly govern when Hakeem Jeffries is effect, tantamount right now, effectively right now, the majority leader? Walk me through that, sir. Steve, he, he, I don't think he can govern. And that's the problem. That's why, that's why six of us never even voted for him to begin with after 15 rounds, because we knew that this is what was going to happen. I sat in the Freedom Caucus when I went through orientation right after I got elected, Steve, 
And I had, you know, hardcore experienced guys like Andy Biggs, Bob Good, Matt Rosendell, and others sit there and tell all of us freshmen and everybody else in the Freedom Caucus that if you elect this guy, this is exactly what's going to happen. This is exactly what's going to happen. And this is what happened. And it's just like, Steve, you know the deal from being in the military. You know the deal from doing jobs that have very intense stress. When you apply stress to people, what do they do? They go back to what they know. They go back to what they've, what they've been trained to do. And this is who Kevin McCarthy is. And it's not personal at all. But we're not talking, we're not talking about relationships or some little love fest up there. We're talking about the destruction of our country. We're talking about the Uniparty continuing to sell our country down the river and clearly I'm pissed off right now, Steve, but it was disgusting. And, you know, I w- I'm still upset about it. Eli, one of the things about you, you stay very close to your constituents, although it's, you know, four-fifths or 90% across the country. You stay very close to your constituents. Are they right now pretty adamant he's got to go? There's got to be a motion to vacate. He's got to be held accountable. Is, is that where they are right now, given what's happened? It's fiasco over the last 48, 72 hours. Well, they're pretty pissed, Steve. And I, I did get a lot of comms, a lot of phone calls, a lot of text messages, you know, saying that very thing. And we'll, we're definitely going to be looking at that. Um, but here's the thing we got to – here's the thing if we, we're actually talking strategy, Okay. Um, clearly we would need Democrat help to vacate Kevin McCarthy. Okay. That's just how it is. You can tell how many loyalists he has in the Republican party. Yes. Men that do whatever leadership tells them to, to do. Why would the Democrat party want to get rid of a guy who's putting forth legislation that they're more excited about than we are. You talk about the 149 Republicans, but there were 165 Democrats that voted for that. So why would Democrats and Hakeem Jeffries, who are not only getting an additional four trillion for the for the next until January twenty five, but they're also getting all the earmarks that were promised to them in that deal with Hakeem Jeffries so that they could roll us in that rules committee or in that rules vote. And that's that's uh, one of the Eli, things that Democrat, I... Sorry, go ahead. You've just laid out the you, no, no, no. You've just laid out the conundrum here. If you're going to take yep. him down, as you know, when you take a shot at the king, you got to, you got to, you got to hit. I don't need to tell Eli Crane that, <laughs> who used to do this for a living. Um, your constituents, I hope, know that there's a lot of folks like you and others that are working on this 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 key issue right now. Yep. Yeah. No, we're gonna Steve. We're gonna continue to fight. There's still, and I know people. You know, they, they get so frustrated that they tune it out. But that's why I'm so grateful for what you do, man, because, you know, between President Trump coming along and, you know, with his America first agenda and just pop his populist national agenda, it made guys like me open our eyes, start asking ourselves some hard questions. But that's what your show does. Steve, I got a, I got into Phoenix a couple hours ago. I'm driving home from I'm driving home from Phoenix and I put on war room because I, I need to know, I need to know signal. I need to know what's going on. And I'm listening to you talk about, yeah, was it, whose idea was it? Was it McCarthy or Biden? And I wanted to let you know it was Kevin McCarthy all the way. He told us that personally in conference 
And, and there are people up there who still love this country, who put their voters and their constituents first. It's not about, you know, what they can get out of it. It's not about staying in office. Most of us, Steve, that are holding the line know that leadership and the swamp and the establishment is going to be gunning for us, but we don't care because we know what's on the line and it's so much bigger than any of our political careers. Eli, what is your social media, Congressman Crane? How do people get to you? Uh, Rep Eli Crane, if if people want to go follow me. Um, But thanks, everybody, for listening to War Room because it's one of the only places where we can still get solid news and, you know, like Steve says all the time, signal, not noise. And I'm constantly listening to it to myself. Congressman Crane, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. With people like uh, Crane, um, we're going to set things right. Remember, we got some incredibly powerful people on our side of the football. It's just incredible. I want to go back to Eli Crane dropped another bomb there, a buried lead. McCarthy did this because the party would be weaker a year from now. Remember, let's go back to the original deal, $1.5 trillion and or you know, March, April, May, whenever the deal got done, one year. So he's saying in May, let me, let me think this through. Let's think this through together. In May of 2024, the party's going to be weaker. Well, how can the party be weaker? Let me think about that. We got the leverage. So let me think. Let me th- oh, that's right. It's the end of the primary. I told you this was 100% to take the leverage away from Donald J. Trump. The party will be weaker. The party will be weaker. The dead husk of the Republican Party, that will be weaker. The party, we will be weaker. The party will be weaker because Trump will be the nominee. And they don't want to give Trump any ever. They would much rather be in the situation. They just gave Joe Biden the biggest kiss he's ever going to get. They just gave him a clean debt ceiling. There's no restrictions on this. Kevin McCarthy gave Joe Biden unlimited, unlimited, no cap for two years because the party be weaker to make sure, to ensure Donald Trump didn't have this weapon and didn't have the leverage and MAGA didn't have the leverage. It's quite clear what happened now and McCarthy has got to go and Kevin McCarthy, just understand this. You're going to go. You might not go tomorrow, but you're going to go. You cannot govern. You cannot govern. This, this negotiation, you had every piece of leverage. In the White and Politico, all, all the smart pieces right now are saying they're laughing over there. They're trying to hold their glee back because when this thing comes back after the Senate, because, my God, they can't pass it, what they just got sent over. And one thing they'll do is they're going to add more in the defense, and they're going to jam some more Ukraine there. Got to have Ukraine. Got to have Ukraine. You know, you get you, you you didn't you know you haven't made any cuts, but the cuts you didn't make. You know, Americans are gonna go do you have to do without some of these goodies, right? But no, you got to get more in Ukraine. We got to pay more pensions in Ukraine. Got to pay more teachers in Ukraine. Got to pay more health care for everybody in Ukraine. Got to do that. Have to do that. Got to do it. Apparatus demands it. Kevin McCarthy will be weaker than that's Trump. 
And the people around Trump that are the Kevin McCarthy court jesters know, and now you're going to get outed. Every day, the parallel economy grows bigger and bigger. It's powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product they consume. Big mobile companies are no different. For years, they have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because you need a cell phone and probably thought there was no alternative, but there is. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your phone. Keep your number. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R. IOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch today. Remember, stop giving your money to people that don't support your values. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Hello. I'm Steve Stern, CEO of FlagShirt.com, a third-generation, veteran-owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit FlagShirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code ACTION10 for 10% off site-wide and buy a flag shirt today. Action, action, action. Okay, uh, that's making our, of course, that's the number one story in the world. A lot, a lot going on, debt ceiling. And by the way, the J6 stuff, some stuff's going to come out, the Chris Ray stuff. That's all got to be next week. They're trying to divert your attention. They're trying to divert your attention from the only thing that matters, and that's how they're trying to use you as fools and idiots to destroy this economy and your, um, uh, your well-being with it on your nickel. And we're not going to let that happen. Um, and we're getting to the bottom of it. We now know McCarthy was the instigator. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Ask the 149, because a couple of the 149 are saying, oh, that my, my constituents don't have any problem with that. I don't think that's quite correct. I think your constituents have a big problem with this. Particularly ask them, 
McCarthy told you he kicked it down for two, two, two years and you signed off on that? You knew that? You signed off on it? That it was coming from him? You support that? And when he said it was weaker, did you ask him the question when, when McCarthy said to the conference, we'll be weaker, that totally coincides with Donald Trump winning the primary. Is that, is that, is that what he meant? If not, then what does he mean weaker? How could we be weaker a year from now with that leverage? How could you be weaker after you've given them a trillion and a half or a couple of trillion dollars at a time frame and they've blown through that? Commies all screwed. They got to come back to you. How do you not have more leverage? Because you have more leverage. You have more leverage. You know, maybe what we shouldn't do is Graves, who's never had a job in his life, never had a job in his life. He's some guy that's, I don't know, come up from, been administrative assistant, all this, never had a real job. McHenry, never a real job. Uh, McCarthy, never a real job, except for the hot dog saying, how do you have those three guys negotiate a deal that's literally trillions of dollars in setting the United States economy, setting the United States economy on a path for a decade? How do you do that? In what universe do we do that? In, in, in the United, we talk about meritocracy. The Republican Party is already talking about meritocracy. Is that meritocracy? Is that, is that your best? Is that, we guys, is that our best? Is that the guys you want negotiating? You've got a trillion, you've got a thing that's worth hundreds of trillions of dollars. You send that crew in there, that's your negotiators. And their first opening bid is that, okay, here's our opening bid. Uh, we're going to give you two years and no cap. Two years and no cap. That's our opening. We insist upon it because we're going to be weaker. We're not going to say, you wouldn't know the signal. We think we're going to be weaker. We're just going to do that. Is that absurd? You wouldn't have that clown, group on a lemonade stand. Check, go to the, check the resumes out. Check it out, baby. This is what they did. It cannot stand. It cannot stand. Nobody worked that hard. You did not ring these doorbells and work the phones and, you know, send the monies to the PACs and do all this. And the force you didn't do all that to have Akeem Jeffries, Akeem Jeffries be the majority leader and basically put forward his rules. Uh, he needed the, what, the 42 or 52 Democrats to get it even to the floor to vote. So the reason Hakeem did it, it's his bill. It's Biden's bill. And he still had to be, get paid off. He still had to get paid off with the things that you can just pick and choose. You can put some stuff in your, you can build a bridge, you can build a library, right? The, these, uh, these things you can do within the budget. And he had to take them out of, you know, Republican things. And he gave them over to him. And then he turned around and lied. Look at the media and said, were there no side deals? No, there were no side deals. No side deals. No side deals whatsoever. Okay, we've got a lot more to get to. We'll get to some polling. i got Borson next, and I'm going to go through this in more detail, and we're going to go live to the Senate floor to check it all out. Get to the ramparts. Crom, uh, here in the war room, we have people that have, uh, are lion-hearted. We've got to make sure they have strong hearts. They're, they're, they have the proverbial spirit in the strong heart. We've got to make sure they got it. Uh, and salty is one way, naturally, that can help them. Walk us through it, sir. Uh, Steve, thanks so much for having me on, and your show is so important on what it accomplishes. And and uh, the reason that I'm encouraging Nazi to take Salty is the same reason I've been taking it for 18 years, and uh, and that is that it helps has helped me clo- uh, control my cholesterol, control my blood pressure. I'm 74 years old, and I just finished having my annual physical, and once again my blood pressure is 115 over 80 
my cholesterol, my bad cholesterol remains under 90. And, um, and, and I attribute that to having taken salt tea for 18 years. Uh, or the active ingredient in salt tea, because we've been making that active ingredient. And the active ingredient includes a 22.5% concentration of theoflavin. That is a particular molecule in fresh green tea that resides in fresh green tea at 1%. And in ours, it is at 22.5%. It's like 30 cups of green tea a day. And the way for the posse to get sold salt tea is to go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. And then use the code WARROOM at checkout, and, and the posse will get 50% off the initial shipment. And the initial shipment is a three-month supply. So you're really getting three bottles for the price of one. And then on an ongoing basis, on, the, on a recurring basis, every 90 days, we ship you three more bottles for the price of two, and we always pay the freight. So that's warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout and have a healthy, healthy heart. Crom Carmichael, thank you very much. Thank you for coming up with Soul Tea, and thank you for uh, coming on the show. I know people really love it, uh, and it's uh, they just love it. So thank you for coming on, Brian. Thanks so much. It. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. Uh, we're going to be back here in a moment, and we got a lot to go through. I think we're going to pick up a little of the Senate debate. Um, you know, maybe we can get a cap in the Senate debate. Maybe we can get a cap. You know, I don't think so now that Biden knows that the Republicans served it up to him. Is that just embarrassing? Think about that for a second. Is that the stupid, that's the stupid hour. Graves, McCarthy, and McHenry. Murderers Row, 27 Yankees. All next. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. 
A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 